Welcome to episode uh, 188 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is Saturday, people, uh, Saturday, the 20th of February, 2000, 2021. And uh, I hope you're okay. It's Saturday, people. Saturday, you're right. uh, Saturday night's all right for fighting, isn't it? Apparently. Apparently, um, according to Elton John, although I'm not sure about uh, how many uh, fights he actually got into on a Saturday night. Um, yes, it is the weekend, people. It is still um, uh, snowy outside, um, but that shit snow, you know, the shit snow. We all know the shit snow, don't we? Um, uh, the slushy, fucking dirty, fucking, you know. It comes down nice, doesn't it? It looks beautiful and then inevitably goes to shit. What a metaphor for anything we ever do in life there. Uh, starting off philosophically today, Ben. Yes, we are. Um, anyway, uh, i got a bit of a squeaky uh, squeakiness going on with the old chair today, as you may be able to hear. Um, I, I put that down to my added weight on the leather. Um, but um, who knows? Who knows, people? Um, yeah, so I haven't, uh, I have, you know, it's, it's the same old, same old people, innit? Uh, I haven't really been up to a lot this week. Um, obviously still looking forward to, um, uh, hopefully coming out of this lockdown. Um, it's been a very difficult time for us all, hasn't it? Not, not only the children, as we discussed on last week's, uh, last time's episode, but, uh, adults out there as well, um, with uh yeah so um i i hope you're uh, i hope you're bearing with at the moment as they say um there was one thing uh i saw uh this week um uh that seems irrelevant i don't know what the, <laughs> this is the nature of the human spirit isn't it we're always looking for answers to something we always want to fucking know ah we need to know the secret of this and the secret of that some things just you know some things just let it, let it go, people. Let it go. Um, this is the discovery, uh, apparently, uh, scientists uh, believe, and uh, this is a big believe, right? This is one of those things what scientists say and goes, yeah, this is probably what happened. Well, did it actually happen? We we don't really know, do we? It's like Stephen Hawking's um, pinned his whole career on the fact that there was a big bang and... Um, Apparently, that is the case, but um, didn't really know the stuff that caused the Big Bang or the stuff that caused that or anything. You know, our universe or whatever was apparently um, caused by some sort of big fucking bang. Um, you know, like an explosion went off, a load of shit came out, and then we ended, you know, like millions of years later, we're here, I'm doing a podcast in your ears. What happened? What caused the stuff that happened that? Don't know, really. Um, anyway, uh, scientists believe uh, they have discovered uh, where the asteroid which wiped out the dinosaurs came from. Here we go. People, save our dinosaurs. You know, a sun-grazed comet may be, may be responsible uh, for the extinction event around 66 million years ago. I don't know. There was no news running at the time. Um, contrary to popular belief, I don't think... Um, uh, there's a nice little picture there of like a stegosaurus looking up into the sky as a fucking comet comes down. I don't believe, I believe that picture is not, wasn't taken at the time. <laughs> Just, uh, 
a stegosaurus curiously looking up into the sky, thinking, what the fuck is that? Uh, looks, hey, make a wish. It's a shooting star, baby. <laughs> I wish we're not all going to go extinct within the next minute. Uh, scientists think they may be a step closer to understanding where the asteroid or comet that wiped out the dinosaurs came from. The Chicxulub impactor. Is that said right? Chicxulub? Chicxulub sounds like some sort of website where you chat to women in bikinis. Um, Impact uh, smashed into the earth off the eastern shore of what is now Mexico. Fucking Mexicans. Uh, Wiping out the dinosaurs because you couldn't fucking handle a comet. Is that what you're doing? Leaving a crater 100 miles across and 12 miles deep. Um, Jesus. Uh, It ended the reign of the dinosaurs. Um taking out three quarters of the plant and animal life with them about 66 million years ago experts from harvard university so you know they're fucking educated that's why it's it's never it's never an experts from northampton fucking college um say uh um yeah it probably happened experts from harvard university in the u.s believe they have figured out how such a large chunk of extraterrestrial rock ended up spelling death for the giant reptiles the gravity of the massive planet Jupiter draws comets from the icy outer edges of the solar system and hurtles them inwards. Bastards. Can't we stop that? Can't we have some sort of, you know, send up some sort of uh, Bruce Willis drilling gang to to uh, um, Armageddon the shit out of it? The gravi- As the comets slingshot around the sun, the gravitational power of the star breaks apart the cosmic missile. The resulting shards fly across the solar system, increasing the chance of the collision with planets like Earth. Oh, fucking hell. There's some... God, is there some cunt fucking cutting something down outside now? Jesus. Um, We are picking it up. I think I'm picking it up anyway. Um, Yeah. Oh, no. It's just me who can hear it. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Anyway, I can I can hear some uh, fucking uh, shit going on outside. Anyway, somebody decided to fucking cut their lawn or something like that. Bastards! Don't you know I'm trying to do a podcast in here, baby? Um. Anyway, uh, undergraduate student Amir Siraj, undergraduate, explained the solar system acts as. Is that all they could get an undergraduate to do it? Not a postgraduate. Uh, the solar system acts as a kind of pinball machine. Jupiter, the most massive planet, kicks. So it came from Jupiter. That's what they're saying. We have Jupiter to blame for the uh, uh, annihilation of our giant reptiles. If it wasn't for Jupiter, we would be here now, able to look at dinosaurs in uh, in some sort of Jurassic Park-style real-life setting on some sort of like remote island um bastards uh yeah so this is it this is what they think anyway this is all theory isn't it i think i could do this you know what i mean when you listen to things like this about um what could have happened in the solar system or what may have happened we can all theorize about shit but because i don't seem to uh i haven't got a degree in whatever whatever it is astronomical shit or like uh dinosaur shit 
Um, nobody's going to really listen to me, are they? Also, I because I call it dinosaur shit or an astro <laughs> astronomical shit. <laughs> hey, what's your degree in astronomical shit? Oh, right, okay, where are you studying that at? Fucking Harvard, mate. I'm at fucking Harvard studying astronomical shit. You know that uh, comet that come, uh, come wiped out the dinosaurs? You aware of that? Yes, yes. Uh, apparently it was a comet that wiped out the dinosaurs. Came from Jupiter, mate. No one's going to listen to me, are they? Came from Jupiter, that mate, you know, went around the sun for a bit. Gets a bit heated up, breaks up a little bit, came winging its way straight through the Earth's atmosphere, landed just outside Mexico, wiped out the dinosaurs, mate, didn't it? Yeah, no one's going to listen to that, are they? Um, the shattering of the comets is known as sun grazing, apparently, and crucially, on the, on the journey back to the Oort cloud, there's an enhanced probability that one of these fragments hit the Earth. So it's winging its way back. The old dinosaur, there's, you know, there's another picture of the asteroid. There's a T-Rex there looking agog and aghast into the sky. For some reason, it's standing with two stegosauruses as well. Do they not, um, uh, and they not, they're, they're all looking up into the sky like, let's stop this, <laughs> let's stop this feeding pursuit. And have a look. I'm I'm surprised he hasn't got his little claw pointing up at it. Um, there you go. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, one of them was wearing a fucking sombrero with a fucking mustache. <laughs> ah, this is a Mexican fucking T Rex. Ah, Jesus, with a fucking taco, with a fucking Brontosaurus taco in its hand. Uh, Jesus, could they make these pictures any less lame? Um, no, I don't believe they could. Um, uh, Jesus, so, yeah, well, the main thing is, you know, we can theorise about all these things, but they're fucking dead, aren't they? You know what I mean? People will probably be doing this about us in a few million years, won't they? What wiped out the fucking human race? Well, initially, it was the COVID-19 that hit, and then everybody started just, you know, eventually it was uh, one big demonstration and protest on the internet. Uh, it just overloaded people, and their heads fucking exploded. Uh, that would probably be it. Or 5G. Who knows? Who knows the way we're going to go out, baby? Um It'd be interesting, though, and in fucking 66 more million years from here, there'll be a fucking reptile sitting in a chair like this, telepathically talking over what is known as the fucking, their equivalent of the internet, doing a podcast, um, wearing an old football shirt. <laughs> and it goes round and round again, doesn't it? And everything starts and the earth is fine. And every now and again, like, they'll find a little bit of plastic. They'll find a Tesco bag and, like, it'll be on the equivalent of the reptilian antiques roadshow. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's have a little cup of tea. There we go. So, um, yeah, so that's that. Um, so thank God we've uh, we've nailed that fucker down. They never do anything like this, though, do they? They never. We believe this may have happened. We uh, we think we uh, theorise that this, you know, it could have come from fucking anywhere, couldn't it? There could be a massive chunk missing off the moon that just like you know floated down 
or we could have had fucking, you know, just a massive chunk of rock from the creation of the solar system just like orbiting the Earth and then suddenly it just slams into it. Um, I don't know. Um, all of these things, you know, I want cast iron proof that this happened or I'm not going to believe it. Um, not that, you know, how's it, how's it, hey man, how's it slamming to the earth when the earth is flat anyway? Um, I don't know, let's not go there, Jesus, they're fucking weirdo fuckers, aren't they? The old flat earthers. Um, now, uh, other story this week that I did see, uh, this was quite funny actually, a, a man has accidentally invited uh, for the COVID vaccine for the COVID vaccine, because uh, the NHS, our, our proud NHS, support the NHS, protect the NHS. It's all about the NHS, baby. We've got to protect it. Put a little bit of bubble wrap around it. Um, man accidentally invited for COVID vaccine because NHS believe he was just six centimetres tall. Now, <laughs> this is where you put stuff into a fucking computer and somebody's done it wrong, clearly. A man in his 30s with no underlying health conditions, apart from the fact he is the size of a fucking Argos pencil, uh, was accidentally offered a COVID vaccination because he was incorrectly registered as six centimetres tall. Liam Thorpe, 32, was surprised to receive a text telling him he had been offered an appointment for his first jab and it took him eight hours to get the text message because he'd left it on a coffee table and he had to climb up. Wee, there we go. Mr. Thorpe, a journalist at the Liverpool Echo. I bet he fucking, oh, oh, Jesus, a journal at the Liverpool Echo. I bet he fucking, when he got that text message through saying he was six centimetres tall, he was like, oh, thank fucking God. I have an exclusive, I have a world exclusive, um decided to give his GP a call and find out if there had been a mix-up. They informed him he had been invited for the vaccine uh, due to his weight, which they had registered as amounted to morbid obesity. So if you're a fatty, you get your... I didn't know this. If you're a fatty, you get your fucking COVID jab first, didn't you? That must be it. Because of your intense um, uh, intake of calories... Uh, you get to uh, get saved first because uh, that shouldn't be the case, should it? Uh, his doctor's surgery called back to the next day to confirm there had been a mixed up. Mr. Thorpe said the phone call was one of the most bizarre phone calls of his life. Uh, you're a fucking journalist. You should be used to it. Mr. Thorpe added, he said, unfortunately, my details has been put into the system incorrectly when I had registered with the GP just a year ago. Right, so somebody's obviously put his details in wrong and um, uh, they've uh, called him up to the vaccine because they thought he was six centimetres tall. <laughs> You'd have thought somebody had checked. This is what happens, isn't it? Once you're in the system for something and um, uh, it's the, the whole, oh, no, we can't change the system because the system, uh, the system is correct, isn't it? It's always correct, isn't it? And we can't change the system. I had this. I went to uh, hire a van. Um, I just needed to dispose of a couple of bodies. And um, uh, I had to hire a van to move some shit. 
And I went down to hire it and they said, uh, I gave them my fucking driver's license, this, that and the other. And they said, oh, no, uh, it's not coming up on our system. Well, I've got the fucking driving license in my hand. You know, like, is there no way you can just like fucking, oh, no, no, it has to go through the system. So, you know, or the insurance. Well, I get insurance on my own car, you fucking idiot. So in the end, I couldn't. I know this is fascinating. <laughs> In the end, the whole fucking system grinds to a fucking halt because some fucking idiot, and it turned out that they were putting my, some idiot had put my fucking details in wrong. And, um, oh no, and then you go, well, just change the details. Oh no, well, you're on the system now with your name and address under that system and under this fucking driving license. Well, just put me in. Oh no, we can't have two people with the same name at the same fucking address. Well, just delete the other one. Well, we need to go back to head office. Fucking hell. You know, fuck it. I'll just hire a van from somebody else. It's fucking easier and just never use your company again if I need to fucking hire a van. Jesus. Anyway, this is what happened to this little little chap. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Um he wrote, the man from the surgery took a sharp intake of breath and tried to remain composed as he informed me that rather than having my height registered six foot two, it had been put into the system as 6.2 centimetres. I'm not sure how he kept it together when he told me this. Um, that gives him a body mass index of 28,000. <laughs> ah, dear, if he was six foot two, he would be the size of a fucking house. Um, he should have had his... He should have been the first person to have his fucking jab. So if that's the, if his BMI was twenty eight thousand and he's only just just getting his jab, how bad are the other people who have had their jabs because of like being obese? <laughs> they must have a fucking BMI the same as a fucking fruit and nut Cadbury's fruit and nut bar. Uh, Jesus. Um. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, so apparently, um, yeah, that's it. There are millions of GP appointments taking place every day, and while we take care to make sure our records... Our, they always do this, don't they? They always do that. Uh, a chairman of uh, Liverpool uh, Care Commissioning Groups said, I can see the funny side, but it's also recognised they're an important issue for us to address. They, oh, there's, oh, I'd hate to be that person that person who they have to fucking roll out on instances like this because somebody, you know, to stop somebody suing them. Uh, and they go, well, we we like to, we have to give a statement about showing a human face, so we'll say we find it funny. But also, there's a more serious underlying problem here in the system, which we are taking seriously. You put in that it was 6.2 centimetres. It's clearly a mistake. You don't have to cover your ass on everything. Why not just say, yeah, well, obviously it's a bit of a fuck up, but, you know, he'll get his jab when he wants it. Uh, we are grateful to Liam for his honesty and for alerting his GP practice when he received his vaccination invitation. And he was like, oh, yeah, I've got a fucking good story for my editor here. It was fucking great. Um, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, you know, mistakes happen, don't they? Eh? Mistakes happens. Uh, let's have a little bit of tea. 
This was the best story I saw this week. It's fucking great. This is how I would feel, I think. Um, man hands himself in as he'd rather be in jail than spend any longer with people at home during lockdown. I understand. I understand <laughs> what this guy is going going, uh, going to. Uh, the suspect said he wanted to go to prison to get some peace and quiet from those he shares his home with. <laughs> There's somebody who's uh, chosen the wrong fucking relationship to be in. A man wanted by police handed himself in so he wouldn't have to spend more time in lockdown with the people he lived with. Officers said the man was wanted for recall to prison and gave himself up at Burgess Hill Police Station on Wednesday afternoon to get some peace and quiet. (laughs) Oh, fucking heck. Uh, He said peace and quiet... Wanted male handing himself in to the team yesterday after informing us he would rather go back to prison than have some spying on the people he's living with. One in custody and heading back to prison to serve some further time. That's what they put out on Twitter. A study released in October last year apparently found that more than half the population said they had felt angry with other people they know because of their behaviour in relation to the COVID coronavirus pandemic. Of course. Of course it is. In it because people aren't fucking used to spending this much time, is it? A lot of people get through their relationships because they don't see their partner for fucking eight hours a day. They get up in the morning, have a bit of breakfast with them. Hey, babe, how you doing? Clean their teeth next to each other, you know, and uh, go off to work for eight hours, come back. They tell them about what they did at work, what happened in the day. They go to sleep and they get up and they repeat that process. But they're, they're, but in this situation where um, where you've got people living together and working together and in the same fucking four walls where they're not going out, they haven't got a little story to tell that gets them through their relationship and cements their feelings together at the end of the day. Um, it just shows the the cracks in the uh in the relationship doesn't it it just shows that these people probably haven't really got that um in, much in common anyway <laughs> and it, it exposes the fact that all you've got that's keeping your relationship together is those shitty little stories that you tell to your wife when you come home and how how brittle your fucking uh, relationship with your uh, fucking love of your life really is. <laughs> I fucking love it. This guy would rather face possibly uh, being battered or like um, fucked in prison than spend one more moment with the people that he lives with. I fucking love it. Uh I, when prison becomes the uh, the uh, option uh, for getting a bit of peace and quiet, uh, I think it's possibly uh, time to uh, move on from that relationship. It says here, according to research by King's College London and Ipsos Mori, uh, nearly a quarter of people reported having argued with friends or family about their actions amid COVID restrictions, with one in 12 no longer speaking to a friend or relative because of disagreements. <laughs> ah, I fucking love it. 
Well, you've got the whole thing now. The whole thing with COVID is split in half anyway, isn't it, now? Because you've got the vaccinators and the anti-vaxxers. Um, so that splits it down the middle. And then you've got all your little fucking, your little weird things that come out, all those little arguments that you've been saving up, all those little gripes, all those little tensions that are saving up, aren't they? And it's just going to fucking explode. I imagine the divorce rate after COVID is going to go through the fucking roof. Um, everybody said it would be like a um, a boomer sort of like time, like the baby boomer times, and there'd be loads of babies and stuff like that. But I reckon uh, there'll just be an explosion in divorces as soon as this is over, as soon as people have the option um, to possibly move out or... Um, suddenly realise at the end of it all, this isn't working and those shitty little stories that everybody tells when they get home from work are not really that interesting and are not keeping the the, uh, cracks in their relation plastered over anymore. That's when people are going to go, baby. (laughs) As soon as it comes out that everything's returned to normal. Uh, some geezer's going to go out to walk, work and come back to a fucking empty house. <laughs> ah, sweetheart, uh, see you later. Closes the door. I don't think so. Uh, anyway, what are we on? 25 minutes. Let's have a little bit of tea. Here's a, um, here's a rehash, by the way. Um... Let's have a, I haven't typed this out, I haven't Googled this. This is the guy who, um, this is going back to the story about, um, um, apparently, um, um, a, this is the, uh, the gorilla glue thing. Sorry, I'm stuttering a bit now. Um, this goes out to the woman with the gorilla glue thing. Uh, who um, he attempted uh, to prove, you know, the girl who, um, the woman who glued her hair with Gorilla Glue. We talked about it a couple of episodes ago. Uh, the, who uh, glued her head, slapped slapped Gorilla Glue on her head because she'd run out of hairspray and then had to have it um, surgically removed with acetone and shit like that. Uh, this was a guy who believed that that was a hoax. Um so um, the title for this is Louisiana Man Who Attempted to Prove the Gorilla Glue Incident Was a Hoax Ends Up in Hospital. Uh, he essentially glued a cup to his face. <laughs> I mean, at the time I even said, this is going to stop anybody thinking uh, that Gorilla Glue uh, can be used for certain things like this. Um, a Louisiana Man Louisiana man who tried downplaying the seriousness of the recent gorilla glue incident involving Tessica Brown and her hair ended up learning the hard way after he was hospitals for using the same permanent adhesive to stick a plastic cup to his mouth. He looks... (laughs) I mean, the picture is fucking brilliant. Um, He looks looks like some sort of bird. Uh, It's a red cup and he's glued it over his mouth. And knows. Um, Brown went viral on social media. She sure did uh, when she posted a video sharing her ordeal after using the heavy duty glue. Uh, Len Martin said he attempted 
creating the challenge despite the company reiterating the project isn't meant to be applied on the skin or hair to prove Brown exaggerated the severity of the incident. Um, I thought she was just playing around. I didn't think it was that serious, Martin said. All these. It's nice to see, though, that there's still curious people out there who don't um, toe the party line. <laughs> This is a guy who's thought to himself, this is fucking bullshit, and I am going to prove this bullshit. Who would have even gave a fuck if it had come out the other side and just, uh, and it would have been bullshit? You know what I mean? Who would really give a shit? The story's there, it's gone. You know, she's always going to be the gorilla glue girl, isn't she? And this guy has thought to himself, this is fucking bullshit, and I will prove this. I need the truth. This is a truth searcher here, people. He's he, he, yes, he's <laughs> he's possibly looking in the wrong place. Uh, as we say, he's possibly dying on the wrong hill here. But um, he has thought to himself, "This I need to know the truth about Gorilla Glue Girl." I need to know whether she really did do that and how severe it was. So I can glue this fucking plastic cup to my... You know, he hasn't gone with a plastic... You know, a little bit of plastic on his finger or anything like that. He's gone full on. You know, I am going to wear this cup, plastic cup as a fucking beak. <laughs> and if the worst goes to the worst, I am going to fucking walk into an A&E or an emergency department, uh, as this was American, uh, looking very much like a black version of Big Bird. <laughs> uh, in the video on Instagram, obviously, obvi why, why would you do it in the privacy of your own home when you can get a few likes and subscribes for it? Uh, Martin is seen applying the glue on the inner tip of a red plastic cup and going ahead to put it in his mouth to prove he can simply... Uh, prevent the cup from sticking by licking it off. It, however, backfired and he ended up going to the ER to have this stuck cup removed. He described the medical procedure to remove the cup from his mouth as a painful peeling. No shit, Jesus. Martin also told the news outlet he was informed that if the wound doesn't probably heal, he'll have to go and go surgery to remove the tip of his lip. This is not the challenge you want to try. Don't try this, he warned. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure uh, there, mate. But I don't think many people, Martin, um, are going to be uh, listening to you about anything uh, from now on. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Every party he goes to, every time he picks up a plastic cup, there's going to be a little bit in the back of his brain just thinking, "Oh, fuck it out." I remember that. He's going to be haunted by that for the rest of it. It's going to be the plastic cup lip guy. Ah, Jesus. She was Gorilla Glue Girl. And now he's the plastic cup lip guy. Ah, oh, fuck me. Uh, he must get a fucking idiot of the fucking year already. And it's only February. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. Um, what are we on? Uh, 31 minutes, people. Uh, that is uh, episode 188 of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you want to, um, if you want to uh, message me at all, it is just uh, uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. 
Um, I will be back on Tuesday, motherfuckers. Uh, have a good rest of your week. Uh, I'll speak to you then. Take care.